You've worked all your life, you've saved, you've played by the rules. Now it's time to retire. Here's the question, who do you want relaxing and taking it easy? Your nest egg or you? Well, of course, you want to relax and travel and enjoy. And sorry, nest egg, you've got more work to do. For a retirement that maximizes your portfolio, your social security, avoids unnecessary risks, and protects you from pitfalls, and frankly lets you retire and keeps the nest egg working, you need a retirement partner. You need someone looking out for your best interest and building a plan for you based on your situation. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649. Kevin Frisbee at 800-998-5649. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. The economy is reopening and we're seeing higher inflation. On today's show, we'll outline how this could impact your financial security in retirement and other potential solutions. Hi, this is Coach Pete. And if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome in, everybody. This is Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin is the author of a great book called Every Dime Every Day. He's president of Frisbee & Associates. Uh, he is an independent fiduciary, all of those things that we like. Uh, hi, Kevin. How's it going? Hey, Steve, how you doing this weekend? Very, very well, thanks. Uh, had a chance to uh, do a show with Lance last weekend. That's always fun to talk with him. He's, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's got a lot of energy. You know, I don't know why I don't have him on the show more often. I mean, he's just, I know he's a busy guy and I'm a busy guy, but yeah. but I, he does, he connects well with the audience and, and, and people listen to him and, and he's got a lot of credibility out there. He's, he's doing a great job with us. Well, yeah. And it makes me smile. You know what I mean? He's, he's just kind of happy. <laughs> he's a, he's, he's one of those guys. He's a happy guy and he's a, he's got a great sense of humor too. I mean, we yes. have him speaking at our seminars and, and I tell people that when I, when I host the workshops and the seminars out there and I say, listen, I, I could speak, but- not like this guy. And he, this guy's entertaining speaking, and I can speak dry speak, right? <laughs> Just how it right. is with the seminars. Uh, understand. Uh, well, no, you're right. So anyway, uh, that was always fun, but it's good to chat with you as well. And uh, you bring up uh, you bring up the hot topic, inflation. Uh, consumer price index in the last year said 5.4%, the highest in almost 13 years. Holy cow, Kevin, what are we doing? What's going to happen here? It's like the the hot potato game. Remember back back when you were <laughs> yes, a kid? Yes, I you're, do. <laughs> you're passing that around in a circle, right? That, yeah. Inflation is like that hot potato, and and guess what? It's not cooling off anytime soon. I was on the Howie Car Show last week. Howie and I were talking about the high inflation. I'm on every week, by the way, Thursday afternoons, ten minutes to four is my segment. But but the whole point is with inflation. I I made a comment, Howie. I think inflation is going to be hot for years to come. Never mind months to come and transitory and all the, the, the terminology that the, the Fed speak is, is using. It's going to be here for some time to come. The thing when you have to look at high inflation, now, now you can say, all right, what do I need to adjust? What do I need to look at in my portfolios, in my retirement planning, in my overall asset structure? How, how do I need to make sure I'm hedged against that higher inflation if it stays hot for a long, long time? Right. 
That I mean, that is the question. And and obviously, you know, you've seen some you've seen some fluctuations. You've seen some inflation come and go. Um, but I I like your take that it's not this transitory thing that that they want us to believe. Yeah, I call it the great experiment, and, and uh, you know, experiment is not necessarily a, good, a positive word. You know what I mean? <laughs> not always, especially when no, not always, especially when you're talking about dealing with your money, and, and especially if you're retired and all of a sudden your 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 working years are done. You can't afford uh, somebody experimenting with your re- retirement money. Basically, is what it is. So, the great experiment, and why I say that means this. We have such a different economy today than we had back in the seventies. When back in the seventies, when we had the stagflation, high inflation, lower growth, they could raise interest rates, which was exactly what happened. They raised interest rates all the way up to fifteen to eighteen percent, and all of a sudden, that that kind of beat back inflation. It slowed the economy down. We had a massive recession, but that that's exactly what happened. We had gas shortages. Everybody probably probably remembers that. Well, most everybody. Sure, anyway. I do. Yeah, yeah. So so to the point today. Inflation's running as hot as it was back in the 70s, but what's different? Today we have 30, almost 30 trillion dollars in national debt. Back then we had less than a trillion dollars in national debt. So at the end of the day, we cannot or they will not raise interest rates because it would be too costly for the interest on our debt. So they're backed in the corner. And they're backed in the corner with not really knowing how they're coming out of that, except the great experiment is let's see if, you know, we'd let inflation run hot for a long period of time. Let's see how that plays out. They really have run out of tools to, to fight that. So who gets hurt the most with high inflation? It's the people on fixed incomes, number one. It's the retirees already retired. Imagine if you retired 10 years ago and you had Social Security uh, coming in based on 10 years ago when you started collecting and you're making maybe $1,500 a month in Social Security. By the way, that's about the average check for an American these days. And all of a sudden, you go to the grocery store and it costs you an extra, well, with inflation, it's costing an extra two $300 a month. Just in higher cost above the uh, across the board, not just in groceries, but everything else. Mm-hmm. Who gets hurt the worst? So it's people that have money parked in cash, people on fixed incomes, people that don't have their money going to work invested. Those people have fallen behind, and it's not like it's like you go to the beach and it's the erosion of the sand on the beach, right? It's not a bomb that goes off that you can escape from or, or you know prevent. It's the erosion slowly eating away your buying power, and if you're not paying attention to it. Over time, you're going to get stuck, and all of a sudden, you're going to you're going to look back and say, "What happened?" And, and I'll tell you what's happened: the, the, the erosion. If you if you got cash it in the bank, not making any money, or the credit unions not paying any interest on your accounts, that's slowly eroding to higher inflation. Yeah, it, it, absolutely. And and again, it doesn't. Well, let's talk Social Security for a second. I mean, it just came out. The uh, this, it's five point nine percent. The cost of living adjustment. That seems pretty good. All in all, but again, when you deal, but the reason it is is because there's so much inflation. <laughs> exactly, and, and to that point, yeah, five point nine percent rise in Social Security, great, and that's the biggest rise in, in many years, decades for that matter. Right. But what happens? Are you paying higher than five point nine percent at the gas pump in the last two years? Oh my gosh! Yep. In the last three oh, months, <laughs> I, I think thirty percent higher in the last, in, or forty percent higher in the last couple of years. How about uh, in the grocery store? How about your heating cost? I, whether you, you're doing oil, natural gas, all those costs are going up much higher than than 5.9%. Healthcare costs have an average of about 15% inflation factor y- annually on healthcare costs. So that 5.9% to that point here, here's the deal. If you're listening to the radio show and I want to just make this comment, I guess, or statement, social security, although important, was never designed to be your full retirement income. And if you have not or are not doing enough planning on your own, taking responsibility to stash enough money aside in retirement accounts or regular investment accounts, 
you're going to do yourself a disservice. I'm t- I promise you this. In the future, you're going to look back and, and kick yourself in the rear because you hadn't made the contributions, the sacrifices right now to, to save enough money to make it so that you can have a comfortable retirement in the future. You just make a good point. So with all of this happening, and, and again, I don't, I don't mean to delve into politics here, but is that how people are going to respond at the, at the, at the ballot box? <laughs> well, I'm not sure where to take that conversation. Yeah, I we're know. on a, I, I we're know. a non-political we're, show, right? Yeah, I know. Um, but it just but, seems but, like that. I mean, it, I mean, that's. I mean, over the the course of time, that's what's happened, right? Yeah. Well, here's the thing, and I'll make a comment to that because I just I'm on a Howie Car show, and we're on a, our show is airing on a mostly conservative radio station, sure, right? So at the end of the day, of course, I do believe, and I think the politicians know this that they're going to vote based on their pocketbook, and if that's the case, then in you know the next uh, midterm uh, election cycle, you're probably going to see some some uh, changes in a political political environment. And to to that point, again, I'm I'm not a uh, how how would say uh, I'm not a hundred percent conservative guy. I'm not a hundred percent certainly on the other side. I do believe in personal rights for people, given personal choices. But I also believe that people should have the freedom to do whatever they want behind their their doors. But at the end of the day, I'm a fiscal conservative, which means managing people, hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars of clients' money, I want to make sure that the right policies are in place to make sure my clients' finances are going to be okay going through into retirement. Are you hearing from clients now, Kevin, in terms of, my guess, let me ask it a different way. If My guess is your current clients are not in panic mode just yet. No. Because no, they're, they're protected. Not. Yeah, they're not. They're, they're protected in some ways. And here's what's going on. My my client base right now, uh, we're mostly invested. We're mildly bullish still. And so we do a tactical managed portfolio, which means our, our traders, our money managers that we have as part of the team, if the market does start turning down, we're going to make some changes and, and give some protections and safety nets built into our clients' portfolios. But to that point, the, the two best hedges in high inflation, meaning what's the best place to invest your money? The two best ones in high inflation environment Number one is real estate. Sure. It's a hard asset, right? It's, it, it is to historically the best hedge against high inflation. And that's what we're seeing on the housing market. Still go on. You, you know, realtors and, and, and a lot of people have had comments for the last couple of years. Oh, it's going to slow down. It's going to slow down. It hasn't slowed down. Number two, best place to invest is equities, stocks, and index funds. So to that point, why does uh, stocks go higher when inflation's higher? Let me give an example. Right here in Auburn, Maine, Procter & Gamble owns Tampax Tampon Manufacturing Facility, the only place in North, in North America. And so about two months ago, and I've got a bunch of clients over there, about two months ago, they gave a $4 per hour raise to the whole plant, everybody in the plant, $4 an hour raise. Wow, to, that's to, big. It is a big race. It's a big deal. They've never done it here in the plant. So the point is they wanted to retain employees. They want to attract outside people to come in and, and uh, you know boost, boost up the uh, the workforce. My point is, do you think Procter & Gamble took that uh, additional raise as a hit on their profit sheet? Nope. Uh, of, of course they didn't, right? They, they immediately raised the price of Tampax tampons in the grocery store. So who pays that raise to the, all the to the employees in in the plant? The consumer ultimately pays that. So what happens to Procter and Gamble stock? It shows now because they raise the prices in the grocery store. Procter and Gamble revenue goes higher. That's positive for the stock price. Procter and Gamble profit margins go higher. That's obviously positive for the stock price. So what happens to the stock price? So as inflation continues to go higher, companies will pass that on to the consumer. That's what's going on. At some point, if the consumer finds themselves to be pinched enough and slow down the consumption, you're going to see the, the markets and the stocks start to change direction. 
but that's not happening right now. And I don't see that for the near term future, at least. Well, you know, it seems that, you know, you look at the market and, and you know, I do as much as probably the next guy. And, you know, one day it's up, one day it's down. And, and over the course of a week, it all kind of seems to even out. And, and sometimes it's up and sometimes it's not. But boy, it's always, almost always, Overall, it's a positive. Overall, it is. And you look at, uh, you know, we just, you know, finished up September a few weeks back, a month ago now, and um, we had the worst uh, month in uh, since last October in the markets. We were down about 4.5% overall. And so now we, we've bumped up and, and gotten that back here in the month of October. And we, we expect a, a Christmas rally basically through the rest of the year, barring any crazy geopolitical situation or something like that happening. But if nothing like that happens on the, on the uh, international level, then we're going to continue to, to rally. We've had good earnings this quarter so far from companies, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. Perfect. Well, Kevin, tell you what, we're up against the clock. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call, and uh, we'll come back after the break and continue the conversation. Great idea, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now, get that comprehensive financial review. You're going to see where you are today, but more importantly, you'll find you've got a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. There's no question that life can be stressful at times. Managing it is the key. When we come back, we'll show you how to diagnose and treat your financial portfolio stress. In retirement, some people like to take it easy. Uh, let's see, to nap or not to nap. And some people like to go, go, go. And then we went to St. Thomas, then New Orleans, then our grandson's soccer game, then for the theater New York to Bora Bora. You know what the beauty of it is? It's your choice. Ah. <sighs> Live it like you want. If you have the right plan, enter Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649. Funny money or not so funny money? This time, we're talking about funny money. Benjamin Franklin said, a penny saved is a penny earned. But how much is a penny really worth? Well, technically, still one cent but it depends on when it was minted. If it's a pre-1982 penny, the copper in it's actually worth more. Pennies made before 1982 were 95% copper. Since 2000, the price of copper has risen dramatically, making the meltdown value of these pennies more than the face value of the coin. Based on per pound current value of copper, the copper in each pre-1982 penny is worth 1.7 cents. Melted down, its value is 70% higher. But wait, don't go melting down your pennies just yet. It's illegal. 
Hold on to them, though. If the penny is ever discontinued as legal tender, then melt away. I'm Dave Perkins with Funny Money. Welcome back, everybody. This is Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin, of course, is uh, president of Frisbee and Associates, as well as an author and uh, a whole lot of other stuff. Uh, Kevin, you guys are so busy. I, I see, you know, I see you kind of hopping around the country, and and you know, you are kind of out there making stuff happen. Yeah, you know what? And I, I will say we're very busy, but don't deter from picking up the phone and calling us for that consultation because. We do have slots blocked out. We do. We will make time to sit and meet with you, answer questions, and give you that free consult that uh, you know a lot of people call up and and, and uh, take advantage of every week. Of course, of course. Eight hundred nine nine eight five six four nine. That's the number you can call, folks, if you want to get a head start. And so to to that end, <laughs> we've talked about you know portfolio stress probably for as long as we've been doing this show. But it, but it's I find it interesting that right now it seems like we're feeling it a little bit more and i'm guessing that those are that's part of your conversation as well with people it is so again the last segment i made a comment that we believe the market will continue to rally here um through the, the end of the year at least and and to that point yeah that's great uh, but when does it turn and in, and when's that pinch pinch point happen for the consumer when is it you know enough enough and they they start they us we start slowing down our spending in certain things and because it's costing us more for groceries and heating and all that kind of thing. Well, at that point, the market will change direction because now the consumer sentiment is what's driving this market in the United States, the stock market for many, many decades now, and it, it still is the, the biggest driver of the economy. So you got to watch that and you got to try to pivot before it's too late. You don't want to wait and all of a sudden, you know, you're three months into it and the downturn, I should say, and all of a sudden you, you're trying to make some changes. That's why I think our strategy is so powerful, Steve, to be the tactical managed strategy where our clients don't need to call us you know, every single week or every month. When we do reviews, we sit down and say, hey, have you been watching what we've been doing? Instead of asking, should we be, be doing anything different? My question is, have you been watching what we've been doing? And so we're very proactive and our clients really have a, a, an additional peace of mind knowing that somebody's got their back and, and watching their investments every single day. So if someone is heading into that financial red zone, you know, that five, 10 years before retirement, maybe they have had a plan put together for a number of years. Now's the time to put that stress test. In other words, see what's in that plan. See what perhaps you don't see on the surface. That's one of the things that you do so well. Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those things, portfolio x-ray, um, stress test to portfolio. There's a lot of terms you could use. Mm -hmm. And it, it is simply like this. It, it's like you, you're going to retire, right? And, and you 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 have your primary care physician, but you're going to change insurances. So what do a lot of people do when they change insurances? They want to go get all the testing done and all the exam done and just do that extra checkup before they go on to another insurance when they, you know, before they retire. And so that's exactly what we're offering. I, I look at us kind of like financial doctors in some ways where you come to the financial doctor and we do that stress test on your portfolio to find out where you're positioned, is it the proper position for you? And, and it's like, if you come in here, let's, let's say you go to the doctor and, and you go to the doc and, and say, doc, uh, I'm going to, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to check up second opinion. And a doctor writes your prescription and sends you on your way. You're going to leave driving to the pharmacy saying, I'm not going to get that prescription. How does he know, he or she know if I have an ailment, whatever, whatever they give me a prescription for. Our stress test of the portfolio is exactly that. Before we can make recommendations 
on what might need to be changed or looked at differently, we're going to do an analysis, portfolio x-ray of all your positions, all your investments. Then we're going to come back with a report with recommendations based on your goals, your situation, your age, your, your, your how much money you have saved up, and all those factors when you're going to retire. All those factors are built into the recommendation, and then we can lay out the, the best uh, investment strategy to fit what you're trying to do. Right. I love what you described there, a financial doctor, because that's what you are. I didn't even, th I mean, that's a great analogy. Uh, it is exactly how I look at it. I mean, again, it's, it's like you go, to, go get a checkup, come back, let us do the analysis, and then write your prescription and send you on your way. And it's exactly what we do. And as you said, you know, you first have to realize what you have now, and then how can you improve on it? If you can. Most times people can make improvements in their portfolio. And, and it, you know, they come in, a lot of times people come in and say, I've got this 401k and I just don't know what I'm doing. I, you know, they leave me on, on my own to make these choices and I, I got to go to work and I got to go home and make dinner and I got to watch the kids or the grandkids and, and I don't have time to pay attention to these investments. That's why I'm paying them a fee. This is the commentary I hear. And, and I agree with that. You're paying somebody a fee at XYZ company to manage your 401k or your 403b or whatever that, that portfolio might be. And you're not getting the service that's necessary to make the best choices. We can come in, we can do the analysis, run it on what you've got, bring your 401 statement in, let us do that. And then we can make the recommendations and figure out what, where to, where, what direction to go in and where to set you right. Sure. Well, and again, maybe maybe the uh, <laughs> using the doctor analogy, maybe it's uh, you need to spend a little time on the treadmill, right? But that, well, <laughs> well, you, you know, when somebody has a heart condition, they, the first thing they do they stress test, right? Right, and exactly. One of the I've never had to do this. Thank, thankfully, knock on yeah, wood. Yeah, me neither. But, yeah. But 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 what they somebody comes in, they put them on a treadmill, and they they escalate the treadmill, right? And they speed it up, and that's how the stress test. And they they hook you up to the heart monitors and the whole thing, and um, you're hanging on, and you you're you know running for your life. Like, <laughs> but the, but the the stress test in your heart is what that is, and it's not as important as your health for sure. Right. Your health is the most important thing. But knowing that when you're going into that retirement, that you've done that stress test of your portfolio is critically important to, to, to make sure it's done, done correctly. Absolutely. 800-998-5649. And when you put the plan together, when you're working with someone, there's, I mean, there's money that's, that's, I mean, again, we talk the bucketing strategies or the sleeves. I mean, there's a billion ways you can say it. But bottom line is there's going to be money that's safe. There's going to be money that's growing. And and uh, there's going to be money that you need for income. That's right. So here's the – you just laid it all out. Exactly. So in a simple explanation, there, there, you know, when you look at a bucket strategy, for example, there's money set aside for certain things. Well, you're going to need money set aside for immediate income. You're going to need money set aside that's got some safer investment strategy in it so that if the market starts going down, you can start drawing your income from that one. Then some money for longer term investing, which means you can probably take a little bit more risk. I, I've had many conversations in the last, I don't know, year with people coming in and, and older people like 80s, 80s, 85 years old and, and up and, and come in with a fair amount of money. And I'm like, hey, you're, you're, you're this age. You're never going to spend your money. You and I both know that. So you're really kind of investing for the next generation in some ways. So why don't we adjust some of your risk factor with some of the money, carve it off knowing that you're never going to need this. And now we can take on a little bit more risk and equities because this is what's going to be left to your kids and grandkids or your charity or whoever it is. Mm -hmm. And so when I explain it like that to people and they come in and say, especially with people that come in from a, from a bank that you know the CD just renewed or something like that, they're like, yeah, that makes sense, Kev. I, I never had anybody explain it to me like that. I'm not ever going to need all this money. And I am 
investing for the next generation. So I do have a little bit longer time horizon than I had you know, originally pictured in my mind. That's one of the things I know that you hear often from people is, why didn't anybody else ever tell me that? <laughs> well, that's a good question, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had an answer for that. And I, you know, as many times as I've heard that, why haven't I heard that before? That's a really good question. If you have a broker advisor you've not heard this stuff from, you ought to ask that question. How come you haven't talked about this? And how come you haven't talked about that? And, and most times they don't want to talk about some of these other things because they don't get paid for it, frankly. And so to me, I, I never looked at it like that. I looked at it like if I'm helping a client, whether I'm compensated or not for the advice, doesn't matter. I know that I'm making a difference in people's lives. And at the end of the day, that circles full circle back around to the benefit of uh, us as an organization. I can prove it by meetings that I did 10 or 15 years ago or more with people that didn't do business back then, but all of a sudden 10 years later come back in because why? Something happened or the broker made a mistake or uh, all of a sudden some life event happens and they remembered the fact that I was willing to spend time with them not get compensated on it, give them, a, give them a free consultation and send them on their way with the best advice I can give them. And they remember that. And they, they a lot of times circle back around uh, to us. Well, I know you've said that before, that, that it's sometimes it's been as much as 10 years or five years that people maybe heard you on the radio and, you know, five, six years later, they, they come in and say, well, I've been listening to you on radio for five years. But again, that, I mean, hey, that's fantastic, right? It's fantastic. Or, or a case uh, not long ago here recently, I had a client come in and uh, it, 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 several people in the family uh, had this other advisor and a couple of the uh, uh, people had moved over to me from this other advisor. And the other advisor had one of the other family members in his office a few weeks back talking about uh, the, the trouble that her and her sister were having. Um, and I'm like, are you kidding me? The advisor was bringing up private conversation to another family member? I mean, it's a total breach of fiduciary responsibility. And at the end of the day, I wouldn't be surprised if that other family member moved, and they should, because now there's a lack of trust in that conversation, move from for all that business from that other advisor. So when, a, when an advisor screws up like that, we also uh, look, uh, looked at again and say, hey, maybe we ought to go back and have another conversation with Kevin and his group and, and, and figure out maybe that might be the best place to, to go for us. Well, that fiduciary responsibility, you bring up a good point in, in my mind, because that's that's like talking to a lawyer. That's like talking to a doctor. And I'm talking to you about my money. You're not, I mean, it's nobody's business, but between you and me. Imagine if you went to a doctor and I had just left the doctor's office and you come in for your exam and a doctor says, hey, you know, Kevin was just in here and, you know, he's got this going on and that going on. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that, man. But that's exactly what the financial advisors just did to these people. Oh, that's and horrible. Same total breach of confidentiality and it's not right. And again, we're, we're the benefactors of that. We're here. We're doing the right thing for the right reasons. And again, over time, uh, people recognize that and, and we'll come back and, and do business if, if they haven't already. All right, folks, here it is. This is a great opportunity for you to give us a call right now. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break. And in the meantime, uh, here's Kevin's offer. Great idea, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques 
which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. Hey, folks, don't miss this opportunity. It really is a good one for you to, to put together that financial roadmap, just exactly what we've been talking about here. Uh, Kevin and his team, they're a fiduciary firm. They're looking out for you. They're going to put your interests ahead of their own. And it's a chance for you to get that true practical financial review. It starts with that phone call, 800-998-5649. You heard Kevin, the next 10 callers get that comprehensive financial review. It will show you where you are today, but more importantly, you'll find that you've got a roadmap that'll help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. When we come back, an honest look at retirement today and lessons we can learn from the past. Remember that feeling on the last day of school just before summer vacation? How about that feeling you get around 4 o'clock Friday afternoons? Now multiply both of those by 100, maybe 1,000, maybe more. And that's the feeling you get just before you retire if you have the right plan. And you don't have to go it alone. You need someone to set you up with a comprehensive plan avoiding risk and pitfalls and securing lifetime income in your retirement. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800 998 800-998-5649. It's your go-go years, so let's get going with another retirement road trip. We're reaching out to the kid in you, looking at several of the scariest roller coasters in the world. Scary, passing out, brain rattling on its stem, thrilling roller coasters. Let's ride. May as well start with the tallest in the world and the fastest in North America. Arms down, head back. King Dog Kong. Leave the station going from 0 to 128 miles per hour in 3.5 seconds. Then climb at a 90 degree angle, 456 feet. That's 45 stories. No time to think about it at the top. It plummets immediately in a 270 degree spiral. King Dakar's at Six Flags Great Adventure in Jackson, New Jersey. Let's go a little north to Canada, Devon, Ontario, and Canada's Wonderland. Yukon Striker, the world's tallest, longest, and fastest dive coaster. What's a dive coaster? It has a straight vertical drop with riders looking straight down. It hangs there. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi, five Mississippi, six Mississippi, seven Mississippi. Enough time for you to think, what have I done? If blacking out from the G-Force is your thing, then come with me to King's Dominion outside of Richmond, Virginia. Intimidator 305 climbs 305 feet. Named athlete for NASCAR legend Dale Earnhardt, this thing's so fast, many have blacked oh, out. I think I blacked out. Including yours truly. Not my favorite part. Now for the fastest in the world, we have to go to Ferrari Park in Abu Dhabi, United Arab Emirates. It's Formula Rosa. This one tops out at 150 miles per hour. That's in 4.9 seconds. All riders are required to wear protective glasses similar to those used during skydiving. Now your advisor will make your retirement years a smooth ride, nothing scary. If you want to scare yourself, hit the amusement parks on your retirement road trip. And hands in the air. We're back. 
back on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Having a great conversation today. Kevin, you know, you're on radio all over the state of Maine and and even New Hampshire, I think, right? Yeah, we... we <laughs> I mean, you, you kind of own that world up there. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun, too. I mean, at the end of the day, people think that I'm working 24 hours a day, and that's just not the reality. I, I'm out there and I work half days, 12 hours a day, by the way. It's a half day work. <laughs> yeah, that's um, right. But, but, but we, we do a lot and we get a lot done and, and I'm able to manage my time and, and, and do it effectively. So it's not overwhelming at all. And, and we can still handle the influx of new clients that come in every single year. And I love what we're doing. Yeah. Well, and, and this is going to be a fun segment too. Well, they all are, but this one too, because we're, we're talking about, you know, things that we can learn from the past, but we can apply it to the future. Because as you said earlier, you know, <laughs> this is the great experiment. We all lived through the 70s, or most of us did, certainly the 80s. And, uh, you know, um, it's not that. It, there are things that we can pick up from that, but certainly not the way that we have to move forward. No, that's that's right. So, again, looking at uh, things that you look forward to and learning from the past, one of the things you want to you look at is life expectancy. Oh, Obviously, gosh, yeah. Pe- pe- yeah, people are living longer these days, Steve, and... and I, it used to be the average life expectancy for those reaching age 65 has increased nearly seven years to 84 point something, whatever for men and 86 for women. Mm-hmm. And women live typically two to three years longer than men. And I'm told because the, when when the guy dies, the quality of life goes through the roof, off the charts better. So I, I, I don't know if that's true or not. Women can confirm that or not and, uh, you know, elbow your guy in, in, in the rib and ask him. <laughs> but, yeah. At, at the end of the day, you got to plan on, all right, since people are living longer, how does that affect your financial strategy today? If you're 60 today and you have 25 years in front of you potentially or more of life expectancy, what does that do to change your your um, uh, strategy, investment strategy, mm-hmm. your risk strategy? How much do you sh- should you have allocated in something with a little bit more risk to try to get a little bit more gain? And, and again, it's all a formula that has to fit and there's also a comfort level that goes with that formula that has to fit your comfort level as well. I'm guessing that even over the past 10 years, I'll just use that as a, as a time frame. but over the past 10 years, you've had to adjust plans because people are living longer. I mean, it becomes pretty clear, doesn't it? It does. And we have adjusted plans. We will adjust plans. At the end of the day, you want to make sure that you're not going to run out of money. That's the biggest fear of a re- or potential retiree in the United States is, is running out of money before you end up uh, you know, finishing your days. So yeah, it has to be adjusted. That's why, listen, we sit with our clients periodically, every six months, every 12 months, whatever that need is is that we build in. And then we make adjustments on the fly as things change, life happens, people pass away sooner rather than later. All of a sudden, you, 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 maybe you take a, uh, you, you have to adopt a grandchild because a parent passes away or, or all of a sudden you're taking care of your parents and your children. Um, there, there's a lot of things that are dynamic in today's retirement world that we hadn't planned on 20 years ago that are now part of the retirement landscape that have to be built into the into the equation of what you're what you're doing and how you're doing it. Well, that leads us into healthcare because that's something that I know you have conversations with about people. I think people are genuinely concerned about, okay, I mean, I don't want to think about it, but I gotta think about it. And fortunately, you sort of help us down that path. Yeah. So the thing with healthcare, you know, even though you might be living longer, it doesn't mean that you have a quality of life health-wise as you get older. And to that point, my conversation, if, if you ever come in here, Steve, and we, we had a consultation, I will tell you this, healthier and younger, meaning 
if, if you sat in my chair for a year and had conversations and listened to people and had the phone call come in with the clients that pass away, I just had one 62 years old uh, pass away and hey, COVID finally got her, although she had underlying health conditions, but COVID uh, was the declared uh, reason of her death. And, but I look at that and say, you know, Kim was, was uh, uh, you know, a feisty 62 year old. I thought she had a lo- long 10, 15, 20 years in front of her probably. And no, it's not the case. So t- to that point, if you have the means and the ability and are younger and you have the ability to, to, to go enjoy life, you got to do it because as you get older, things change in the body, life changes, and you might not have the help to be able to do the fun things that you can do today. But one of the things that you put into a plan, I mean, I know we talk, we cite that Fidelity Retiree Healthcare Cost Estimate. So it's, it's in 2021, they say it's about $300,000 saved to cover healthcare expenses. That's after taxes. And you take that into account. You help us understand how that process works. And, and people might read that that study. I've read that study many times, but Me the too. Fidelity Retiree Healthcare Study, you got to think about all the premiums you're paying for, for healthcare, your healthcare premium, your, your Medicare Part B premiums, all the deductibles and co-pays and, and drug costs, all the potential having somebody come in and assist you in your home if you need uh, nursing care. How about if, God forbid, you have to go in a nursing home or assisted living, and all of a sudden you're paying seven, eight, nine, ten thousand dollars a month. Well, that now you're talking jumping that three hundred thousand up to about five or six hundred thousand. Where do you get that money from? And at the end of the day, most people don't have that amount of money saved aside for healthcare costs. So what happens is they end up spending their money down for healthcare coverage or cost, and all of a sudden not leave behind anything to the kids, grandkids, or charities. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't ever their intent, but that's just how they set themselves up. They weren't proactive and maybe taking and, and putting a plan in place for that nursing home event or, or protecting some of that money, maybe doing a, a trust to you know with an attorney and get past that five years. And I'm all for people paying their own, own way if they have the fund, don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, if there's legal tools that you can put in place or some, some strategies you can implement in your plan to protect some of your assets, why not at least take a look at them today? Absolutely. And folks, so here's the other thing. You, you mentioned Medicare Part B, and we talked a lot about inflation in the first segment. Well, healthcare inflation has been out of control for years, it seems. Yeah. Listen, as I said, they're telling us that healthcare inflation is 15, running at 15% a year. I even think it's probably higher than that because the, the regular inflation is saying is running four and a quarter percent. I, I know that that's not the truth because they're not counting uh, food, energy, transportation that we're spending most of our money on. So you got to believe the healthcare inflation is higher than 15%. So now if it's 300,000 you need set aside for your lifetime today, I'm sorry, for your for your retirement time today in healthcare costs in 20 years what's that number going to be? It could be 500,000. Where do you pull that money from? Where where do you get that money? Well, maybe you have to look at your allocations or your investments today to make sure you can get that little bit more growth to try to attain whatever that number needs to be for healthcare costs. Sure. Well, uh, you know, right next to that, we've, we've got to talk about long-term care. Once again, a topic that not a lot of us want to dig into, but we've got to face it. Here, Here's, again, one of these topics. My Graham's still alive. She's down in Memphis, Tennessee, in a nursing home today. She's been there for a couple of years. She's going to be 94 years old here in about two weeks. And so for that amount of time, she's in a full-service home. Uh, she's, you know, we're, we're spending, as a family, we're spending 9000 9, and some change a month for her care. And uh, fortunately, she had saved a a bunch of money. My grandfather had done well a long, long time ago. And so she's using her own money to to pay for care. But at the end of the day, that if she stays in there long enough here in the next couple of years, that's going to run out 
and now she's going to be dependent on the state. So uh, you want to make sure that, again, prepare for the worst and hope it never happens. And if that means, you know, setting additional money aside or, or maybe going to sit with an attorney and do some planning, whatever that looks like, be proactive and don't procrastinate is the key, right? Right. That the key is that the destroyer of wealth, destroyer of, of the best plans out there are procrastination and not picking up the phone and making a call to get some advice to go in the right direction. Well, I mean, I don't want to get too far down this path, but, you know, to that end, I mean, there are things that, um, you know, there's there's life insurance, there's annuities. I mean, there's there's things that you can talk to folks about that that might help that as we move forward. But But again, that's something that needs to be addressed sooner rather than later. That's right. And to that point, you mentioned life insurance. So now with the, the tax planning and tax increases that they're talking about and, and lowering the, uh, the the inheritance tax that the states are going to have to pay more tax on what you're leaving behind to your kids, grandkids, and charities. Well, I think life insurance comes into the conversation even more so today because if you can go buy a life insurance policy, let's say you get $500,000 in retirement money saved, but your your kids and grandkids or whoever it is you leave that behind are, are going to have to pay about 40% tax on that. Well, which means you're only going to, you know, be leaving behind about three hundred thousand in, in monies, not the full five hundred thousand. Well, you know, if in order to maybe leave behind the five hundred thousand, go spend a few extra bucks on a life insurance policy, a couple hundred thousand dollars, tax free, to pay the taxes on what you're going to leave behind. Again, it's not going to cost a lot of money. It's a small drop in the bucket, pennies on a dollar to buy a life insurance policy. Really, at the end of the day, for doing what it's going to do on the other side, tax free death benefit to the beneficiaries. Those are things that, that again, I, I, not everybody is aware of things like you just described. People aren't aware that those products even exist. And I hate to use the term products, but again, it's opportunities for you to, to help make your life better. They are opportunities. And, and, and again, we're very uh, proactive and strategic and uh, creative in uh, you know, bringing ideas to the table and, and trying to figure out what's the best strategy for a client potentially to Get them to the end game. Sure. Well, again, on that note, we are up against the clock, Kevin. Boy, this is going quick. Uh, let's go ahead and invite folks to call again, and, and uh, we'll continue the conversation. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There is no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions, and they don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs, and they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio. So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only, it's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine-page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero-interest environment. Now, keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. So, for the next 10 callers, 
we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Hey, folks, here it is. This is your opportunity to, uh, you know, put together a financial roadmap. We talk about it all the time. Kevin understands that, and, and it can take a lot of that complex world, whether we're talking about life insurance, health insurance, Social Security, whatever it might be, they understand they can bring it home and make it a lot easier to understand for you. It's a phone call away at 800-998-5649. You heard, Kevin, the next 10 callers are going to get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, but more importantly, you'll walk out the door with a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. The questions from listeners just keep coming in and we love it. Answers are next. We'll be right back. letting the clock run out on his social security to age 70 for maximum benefits and here comes the Roth conversion he's locked in for income for life he's got some outstanding coaching with that annuity plan he's created his own pension as well and it looks like he's going to go all the way play your best retirement game call financial safaris Kevin Frisbee 800-998-5649 800-998-5649 money, money. funny money or not so funny money this time we're talking about funny money when I was a kid I collected wheat back pennies well that's what I call them at least they're really just wheat pennies I had a bunch of them stored in an old cigar box. The back featured the words one cent in bold letters, E pluribus unum, and two wheat stalks on each side. Now I have no idea where they are today, but I doubt I'd be rich if I found them. Most wheat pennies minted between 1909 and 1956 are worth about four to five cents. I'm guessing I had about 200 or so, so if I still had them, I'd be looking at a huge payday of $10. Yippee! But there are a few rare wheat pennies worth thousands. Here's just one example. There's one from 1945 that's worth $50,000. Apparently, when the die was struck onto the planchet, it created a unique pattern. Some of the letters of E Pluribus Unum appear inside the crack in the surface of the coin. Really? That's it? And that's why it's worth $49,999.95 more than the ones I had? Had, of course, being the keyword. Who knows? I may have had that one. Well, anyway, pennies make dollars, and more dollars make for a better retirement. For Funny Money, I'm Dave Perkins. Financial Safari and Doug Consumer Advocate Steve Siddall. Kevin Frisbee, of course, is here, and he is president of Frisbee and Associates. He wrote the book called Every Dime Every Day and so much more. And, Kevin, um, we haven't talked about seminars, and I know we don't get into a great detail, but, again, I know that they're on the calendar from now through the end of the year. Yeah, we are actually looking at dates already into January and February. Oh, are you really? Um, you wow. Know, we typically go try to pre-plan for about six months in advance, which not we, we don't typically do. We do do plan uh, that far in advance. So, yeah, if you want to call up and find out if you're if you're close to a location for seminars, we do seminars all the way from Lincoln all the way down to Sanford, 
And so we've got you covered. We, we're going to be close to a location you're in. So call us up, find out when that might be in the, in the nearest seminar to you. We're loving it because when people are coming out, they're feeling more comfortable coming out. We, we give good separation in the seminars. I don't sit three or four people to a table anymore. I, I put uh, just two people to a table, per, big, long table, and it works out great, and, and people appreciate it. Sure, absolutely. 800-998-5649 is the phone number you can call. Also, visit the website, and that is frisbeebenefits.com, F-R-I-S-B-I-E, benefits with an S, dot com. Uh, I would encourage you to visit that website. Uh, you do such a great job there, Kevin. It, not only is it just chock full of information, it's it's easy to navigate. You make it very clear. If you want to watch a TV show, your TV shows are there. If you want to catch a radio show, the radio shows are there. Plus tons of other information that can help you make the right decisions for yourself when it comes to retirement. And that, and we've got a bunch of Google uh, five-star reviews on there. So if, again, if you want to go look us up and, and kind of vet us a little bit, uh, we, we've got uh, a tremendous client base, more than 2,000 clients at this point. We're, we're growing like crazy. And uh, looking forward to having the conversation. Like I said, we do the show every week. Uh, coming on, our uh, finishing our seventh year, Steve. I can't wow, believe it. seven years. It's <laughs> time flies. The show flies by, but the time flies even, even yeah, faster, sure right? Yeah, it does. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 800-998-5649. And, and well, I've been working with you for, I think, four years at this point. I think it's something like that. Thomas yeah. and I did uh, the show for three years prior, yeah, prior right. to uh, you coming on. And <laughs> wow. I, you know, uh, we might finish our career together, Steve. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump into a few of these questions here while we've got some time. Uh, Ron is in Harrison. He says, I just turned 52. I've been working for the same company for about 21 years. I came in at the tail end of pensions and then was converted to a 401k. I've never met with an advisor. I think it's probably time. What should I be looking for and how should I prepare? That's a really good question. You're a great age, Ron, to start asking these questions about what do you look for in an advisor? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. And I'll actually, now that uh, Ron brought this up, um, anybody that calls the show today, if you've already called, I'm going to send out a book uh, to you. We're going to get you a book uh, every dime, every day. And chapter eight, the reason I'm bringing it up, chapter eight in my book, I write the whole chapter on how to pick a financial advisor and questions to ask and things to look for. And so, yeah, you want to find somebody that you uh, have a comfort level with, that you do believe is working in your best interest, that is fiduciary licensed to work in your best interest. And um, your, your tail end of a pension, as you write here, you're going to convert to a 401k, probably some of that lump sum pension. Make sure the advisor's got your back. Make sure they've got the best interest of what you're trying to do. Make sure they ask a lot of good questions and then tailor their advice to your goals. Okay, cool. Well, if that's you folks, 800-998-5649. Kevin will be happy to help you. Sharon is in Edgecombe, and uh, she says, I've seen a lot of commercials recently for ETFs, but I don't really understand how they work. Can you explain, and do you find them to be a good or a bad investment? I think I know where you fall on this one. Yeah, that's a great question. And uh, people are starting to get educated about investments and so there's an exodus away from mutual funds and, and over two ETFs from mutual funds. And so, Sharon, yes, I think it's, they're great investments. Um, they're built with the diversification of a mutual fund, so you don't have a single stock risk. So that's a real benefit of, of ETFs. But some of the real two great greater benefits of the ETFs is this. Number one, they trade like a stock liquid. So if you try to sell a mutual fund during the course of a day, let's say at 930 in the morning when the market opens, that sale doesn't execute until the end of close of the market at 4 p.m. Eastern time. And so a lot can happen during the course of the day. You know, if the market changes direction, they're going to sell that, e that uh, mutual fund 
at whatever price it ends up at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And each ETF, we, and we use ETFs in stocks because they trade immediately. So if the market changes direction or something happens, we can get out right away or we can get in if something goes on sale. Um, the other thing with ETFs is they don't have the underlying expenses and uh, additional fees like a, 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 a low, what we call a load going in or out of a mutual fund. So again, they're low cost, uh, effective liquid investments. I think they're great investments. So I was just reading about the the possibility, or perhaps it's I I don't think it's available yet. But they're talking about a, a futures ETF using Bitcoin or cryptocurrency. Yep, they're, they're being talked about, and it's going to be uh, rolled out here sometime. So hey, he, so here's to all you crypto people out there that that uh, they call me up all the time asking me about cryptocurrencies. I'm not necessarily a fan of getting into an ind individual cryptocurrency. But if you want to maybe look at one of these ETFs that are a basket of, of the, all the cryptos together in one single investment to give you diversification, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little bit more inclined to say, okay, if you're going to put some money in crypto, maybe you can go nibble at that. It's, so it's not just at risk in, in one particular company or one cryptocurrency. Okay. Well, good. I, I'm great. I'm glad to hear you say that because that sort of answers my question too. Um, all right. So Angie is in Norwich Walk and uh, she says, <laughs> this goes back to what we were talking about a couple of segments ago. She says, I read that 80% of married men die married, 80% of married women die single. So I'm wondering <laughs> if I should have retirement a retirement plan that's completely separate from my husband's plan. She says, we're both 57 and in good health now. <laughs> what do you think? That See, that's exactly my point, Angie. Uh, you know, married people, typically the guy goes goes a couple, three years sooner. Yep. And maybe, I'm not saying you should have separate uh, a, a separate plan from your, from your spouse, but you have to have, or think about a contingency plan other than what you, ha you have with your husband, let's say. Sure. So to make sure that, again, when something happens to one of you, it's not if, but when and who goes first, does that second spouse have a contingency plan in place? When I, when I build out the plan and we talk about budgeting, Steve, it really comes to this, this exact point. What happens to the income when somebody passes away? Well, if you're both on Social Security, the, the lower Social Security check is gone. The survivor gets the higher Social Security check. You don't get both of them. If you have a pension and you leave a survivor benefit, what does that look like? And then those are your fixed incomes. When you look at the budget and your expenses to run the household and lifestyle and all that, does that get cut in half when somebody dies? No. The answer is obviously not, right? No, of course not. Right. So to that point, the contingency plan on a married couple or partner or whatever is you have to make sure that there's enough income or enough money to to, uh, to develop and create the income to supplement the difference in the income and the budget. Because all of a sudden, you're going to have a bigger problem when somebody passes away trying to meet that budget. Sure. All right. Well, again, 800-998-5649. I, I like that. You've got, these listeners are great, aren't they? I love them. <laughs> Ernie is in Oxford, and uh, he says, are Social Security benefits withheld because of excess earnings returned to you in monthly installments when you reach full retirement age? Well, you probably get that question a fair amount. I do. It's not too common of a question, but it's a good question. Um, so, Ernie, thanks for writing in. The, the thing is, when they, when they uh, hold back your earnings, uh, I'm sorry, hold back your Social Security because you have excess earnings above and beyond the $1,540 per month, which is the 2021 number until you get to be full retirement. They do put that back in your earnings uh, mix as far as recalculating Social Security in the future. 
You don't get it all back in one lump sum. They break it up over your life expectancy. So it's not a material change in your Social Security check, I promise you. It's a few bucks a month probably. Uh, nothing that you're going to be able to go uh, you know, out to a nice dinner uh, dinner on every single <laughs> <Okay>. month. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. But So uh, to that end, uh, you know, uh, there are ways that you can avoid having that happen, right? With a good plan, you can, you can kind of make sure that doesn't happen, right? Yeah, especially if you're business owners and all of a sudden you have a spouse that you can put on the payroll of your business and and all of a sudden they're bookkeepers and they they uh, hadn't get paid up until now, but you can shuffle some of that income around to legitimately to, to show uh, income and, and then it reduces your personal income because it's not household, it's your individual income that will affect your social security earnings uh, uh, limitations, I should say. And again, that's only valid until you get to be your full retirement for Social Security. Otherwise, at that point, there's no earnings limit. All right. So eighteen, yeah, $18,480 per year is the number for 2021. We don't uh, know what those adjustments will be for 2022 yet, but we will uh, we should have that data soon. Right. And uh, all right, let's go one more. I've got one more quick one here. Jenny is in Palmyra. Uh, she says, my company matches my 401k contributions, but they do it in the form of company stock. I'm not that excited about owning a lot of company stock, but I also don't want to miss out on any matching funds. Should I still try to put in as much as I can? Absolutely. It's an easy answer, Jenny. Okay. Thanks for writing in. And you want to put in as much as you uh, can anyway. And then if they're matching with company stock, it's free money regardless. Uh, even though you don't want to put too much money or, or have too much ownership in company stock, they're giving it to you. You want to take as much as you can. Right. I, yeah. Again, that's sort of intriguing when, you know, with company stock, that that can be sort of a, a double-edged sword, can it? It can, but I understand from the company's perspective, they want people to be have a vested interest and, and try to make the company more successful. Hence, the, hopefully the stock price continues to go higher. Sure. Well, again, I think there is a certain sense of ownership in that case. Well, the, without a doubt. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm helping a friend right now establish a publicly traded company, and he's building an ESOP called an Employee Stock Ownership Plan. And so he's doing the same thing. He's breaking it up, giving the ownership stake to the employees by way of, of stock uh, giveaways during the course of employment. And I get, I think it keeps people uh, invested. It keeps people for a long time, and it just gives them a vested interest to stay with the company and be successful. Sure. All right. I like it. Well, on that note, let's go ahead and invite folks to call one last time today, Kevin. Great idea, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now get that comprehensive financial review. Again, you'll see where you are today, but more importantly, you'll find you've got a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. Kevin, as always, one of my favorite hours of the week. It goes by so quickly. But I love the conversations. The information is so important for folks. 
It is, and the feedback we get is terrific. And anybody that listens to the show today, we're going to return your call within an hour of the show ending. So if you see a call coming in, maybe from a number you don't recognize, pick it up, and uh, it's probably somebody here at Frisbee and Associates. And thanks for listening, everybody. We do appreciate it, and we will be back again next week with new topics and questions and a whole lot more right here on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.